0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Lucas Hyde Podcast. It is time for episode 56, part two. If you didn't go listen to part one, you can check that out over at lucashyde.squarespace.com. Head over there. You can see all the episodes I've done and also part one with AMAC. Thank you again for coming on AMAC. Real quick, though, before I tell you what is going on in this episode, I want to say this episode is brought to you by Audible go to audibletrial.com slash TLHP. If you head over there, you'll be able to help out the show. You'll also be able to help out Audible a little bit and yourself because you can uh, get one free month of audio books and you can also get one free book while you're over there. Uh, It's a pretty cool service. I love Audible. Definitely check it out. audibletrial.com slash TLHP and books are awesome. So in this episode, it is a continuation of our conversation uh, from part one. I don't think a lot of stuff carried over, uh, but it was just fun. It kind of gives you the pacing if you listen to part one and then come over and listen to this one here. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed part one. Uh, In this one, we talked a little bit more about some futuristic stuff, uh, stuff that I think about a lot and AMAC was interested in. We talked about how our society is getting more and more towards technology and uh, what's going to happen way down in the future when it comes to that. We talked about some Half-Life, Half-Life 2 specifically, uh, because I've been big geeking out on that. Uh, We talked some Bobiverse stuff because that's huge in the future and that's one of the science fiction books I've read. So it was fun to uh, recap that book and and discuss that with AMAC, which was a lot of fun. Uh, And then we also talked about some fitness. Uh, AMAC asked me a little bit about how I got into fitness and uh, I broke it down, stuff that I did and also why I think fitness is important for people. And I'm excited that he is also getting into fitness. So it was awesome. It was a great time. So without further ado, here is Episode 56, Part 2 with AMAC. Enjoy.
1: You know, I don't know any of the stories that led up to meeting my friends. Because it just blends in. Yeah. Like, I feel like it happened organically. Yeah. There wasn't like a moment where I just became friends. Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I could tell you, like, a couple I have that of time, same feeling with Joe. Like, the, there's only one memorable moment of me becoming friends with someone. Mm-hmm. And this was a kid in my neighborhood. Yeah. And we didn't like each other. I had that with Brian. We hated each other.
0: I didn't hate Brian, but <laughs> that's how I, I had a moment where I met him. And
1: we got into a fight. Really? <laughs> and we just, like, fist fought. Yeah and then we became best friends (laughs) like
0: this fighting's the way dude yeah I guess so I guess so
1: and we just became friends after fighting each other yeah but that's I mean obviously that. he's since moved away yeah and we're no longer friends Mm -hmm. like I don't think we're friends anymore yeah you don't
0: you don't keep in contact so
1: no I mean I still have his phone number
0: but you don't text him no yeah, so there you go.
1: I think he might be in the Army, too. Okay. So, I don't know if you can text.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Depends on where they go, I think. Yeah. I have a friend who, or I have a friend who, that if I ran into him, we'd still talk. We don't really talk that much. We we don't talk right now, but if I messaged him, he would say hi, and we'd, we'd, yeah. we'd catch up. He was in the military. Okay. I told you about him. He was, uh, I messaged him one day, and he goes, yeah, I'm in Iraq, and uh, we're doing... I we're, don't remember this. Oh, uh, so I have a friend... And he messaged me for some like tips. Like he was like, Hey, like I want to lose some weight or something like that. And I was like, Oh yeah, I know some stuff about that. Like this is what I would do. And then he, uh, I was like, so how you been? Like, how you doing? Like, what are you up to? And I was at work. Like I was, this is, I remember this vividly. Like I was at REI just like doing my job and then he messaged me back. He's like, "Yeah, we're in Iraq, and you know, <laughs> it, it's not too bad right now." And you know, we wake up and drop some mortars on him every now and then.
1: Is he still alive?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. Okay, he's uh, he's out now. Okay, like he he did his he did a couple tours. Wow. So like he uh, I remember getting that text and going, "Geez, dude." I text him on Veterans Day. I always say, I like, I say, I didn't text him this last one because we hadn't talked in a while, but. Yeah when we were when we were talking back and forth a little bit i I'd, I'd make sure to like if we're keeping in touch i'd make sure to message him and say like thank you yeah like thanks for i could
1: never i could i mean i could never be in the military yeah yeah it's 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 a crazy job man like, I, I i will play shooters i'll play like first person shooters yeah i will never be in the military <laughs> <laughs> i like it's
0: it's an interesting thing cuz really just i get people that don't like the military and they don't want us to have as much of a military budget, but I don't get the people that are like, like I could I could say like, oh, like I could see us having less of a military budget and possibly working that out. Like if you asked me like reasonably, I would say yeah, I, I can see that. I'm sure we could work it out, but I can't see the people who say that and go and I still don't like our military folk. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's like they're idiots. Like you, to me, it's just like you got to respect and love these people, you know, like they, yeah. they're, they're not like, let's say we cut the budget. Like those people are still going to be there. You know, like you have to love these people. They, they, they get paid. They get paid. And like, and that money goes to them too. And it yeah. feeds their families. Yeah. And you got like, they keep you safe, dude. Like, and they're, they're putting their lives on the line. And even if it's like in a small way, like, let's say we're not really in Iraq anymore, but there's stuff you're never going to hear about that, that in some way it might keep us a little bit safer, you know? And yeah. And um. That's how I look at I it. I saw
1: a post on Instagram. Uh, this kid posted saying that he doesn't like the way that the administration is handling the whole coronavirus situation mm-hmm. and how there isn't enough funding. Yeah. And he suggested that we reduce our military funding. <laughs> and that doesn't make sense. At at this moment in time, we are in our most vulnerable state Yeah, because we are all all focused on coronavirus yeah we're all at home we're super vulnerable to people and governments or uh like hate groups that want to attack the united states that if we didn't have the military or we cut their funding Mm -hmm. they wouldn't be able to protect us yeah i don't know how concerned i
0: am personally about that i'm more concerned about like well you know if we have the budget that's how we're going to be able to handle a lot of stuff in, in the States. Like if we have to transport things and, yeah. you know, and yeah. what is
1: a budget really? Like <laughs> we're over $20 trillion in debt.
0: Yeah, I honestly have no idea what that fucking number means. I've
1: Like, I I've, feel like they just make money out of thin air.
0: Uh, they, they pretty much do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. But that's like one thing that just doesn't make sense to me is, is people saying like, I, I dislike the military because I don't think we should have that much budget. Therefore, I dislike the people in the military. That to me is like, that's crazy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's say I, I talked to someone in the military, and I even I disagreed with their views. Let's say we had a, a discussion about something. I was like, I don't know how you, you think this. You know. But at the end of the day, I'd go like, you still fucking save my country. <laughs> you know, like you helped out my country. You know, yeah. I, like I love you for that.
1: Let's let's have no military, and then uh, we'll see how long we will last against North Korea. <laughs> yeah let's let's try that out yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man dude that that would be i i it's weird wars to me are weird in general i think that the fact that we still have them is fucking dumb i think that people are dumb yeah like uh there I will th-
1: there will never be a point in time where there aren't wars uh
0: for for a good long time for not in on. our lifetime, at not least. Not in our lifetime, yeah. I don't, uh, the idealist in me says in our lifetime, we'll take care of it, and eventually we'll just get to this point where we're just fucking Earth, because <laughs> that's my whole, uh, I just want us to be in Star Trek, dude. I just want us <laughs> to be at the point where we're united Earth, and everyone goes, oh, okay, yeah, like. So you think there's going to be like world peace? I feel like, so this is the way I look at it. I'm, I'm looking at the human, the human species does not blow themselves up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, we don't destroy the planet and blow ourselves up somehow right okay or and, and we survive and we, we don't have a catastrophic extinction like event right sure my theory is that like at some fucking point if it's a million years from now a thousand years from now whatever like whatever that fucking is eventually we're just gonna get to this point where technology is so pervasive everywhere mm-hmm. that like eventually we're just gonna be like eh, what the fuck dude like what are we doing <laughs> like what are we doing we still have these fucking countries like <laughs> you think no crime
1: will be present
0: um i think crime will always be yeah that's that's a weird one there's uh i was listening to sam harris one time he was saying that eventually like you'll be able to like know the genes of a person who's who's more uh more aggressive and like they're more likely to commit a crime and you could possibly then even like this is like super hypothetical you could like predict when they would commit a crime do you put that person in jail like those are the
1: ethical problems that you face in the future of like do you ever do you ever think like we reach a point of world peace, right? And then you get those people that want to commit crimes, right? Yeah. And then that just sparks it just sparks more and more crime. And then it just leads to what we are in right now.
0: Uh I don't think so. Cuz I think that most people, my my true belief is that like 90% of people, like 99% of people, they're just fine, dude. They're mm-hmm. just, they're they're you and me. You yeah. know what I mean? They're they're fine. Yeah. They're they're fine. You got, but then you have the, you have people that legitimately want to commit crime. And I don't think that there's like, I, I think that the true human nature is good. You know, like sure. if it comes down to it, like when it comes down to it, I think people want like, they want to help each other no matter how much people want to say that people have bad intentions and like, they don't want to help each other. I think it's like, like when it comes down to it, it's hard for people to look at themselves in the mirror if they knew. Like, it's hard for them to wake up the next day if they knew they could have helped save someone in, like, that moment, you know? And I think people want... Like, they want to help. Or at least they they really want to. They might not do it, but they, they really want to. And I think that's important, because not everybody is is the fucking hero, you know? Yeah. Not yeah. everybody's the fucking hero. And not everybody's supposed to be the hero. But I think that deep down, everybody wants to be <laughs> the hero, you know? Except for criminals and, and people that legitimately want to do harm to others, but... I think if you asked like a lot of people, they go like, no, I'd, I'd want to be able to help people. And, yeah. You know, even if it's their way, you know, that's, that's my belief. That's why. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Cause I think that like you fucking ask like everyone in our, our like our friends and you ask all of them and they go, yeah, I want to, I want to help people. Yeah. And then you go and I think you go anywhere in the world. You ask people, I think that's why you have these exceptional people and, like, I'm sure you have these people, like you mentioned North Korea, like you have North Koreans that they, they're living in, in poverty and malnourishment and can't literally can't eat because they're not giving food. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you have those people in there that go, they give their food away. Yeah. Like those exceptional human beings that they give their food away. And then you have a lot of people that are around those people that they, they want to give their food away. Like they, they, they want to be able to do it, but they, they choose to eat and i don't think that's a bad thing
1: no Cause I, don't, I, think, I don't think so either yeah cuz
0: i think deep down they want to yeah and and sometimes you know you just don't you don't, you aren't the hero so i don't know that's it's hard for me to believe there's like a time where we just devolve into this fucking crime society where everybody fucking hates each other <laughs> i think we're too far along unless we have like a catastrophic event yeah yeah that's true <laughs> where i i i don't know I don't know. It's it's something that I hope we never have to deal with.
1: <laughs>
0: I have a couple books that are about utopian societies, like way in the future, that are pretty interesting reads.
1: I don't, I don't even want to like. I don't know. I, I don't know if if I even want to think about what our society's going to be like. Like that, just it confuses me, and then it also worries me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm not too worried. I I mean, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried more like, for. How can I live the life I want to live? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's more the way I think about it.
1: Like, I I think right now, at 20 20 years old, our society is pretty advanced. Yeah. What's it going to be like in 30 years? It's going to be
0: unrecognizable, dude. Unrecognizable.
1: Like, what are the cars going to be like?
0: Unrecognizable. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy to me. It's that's that's how it is though. Technology is it does not move, does not move in a sh- like a straight line up. It goes kaboom because yeah. technology produces more technology. The yeah. more knowledge you have, the more you can do. You think there's a cap on technology? Um, I'm not a like a scientist or anything. Yeah. So it's hard to say. But the way I look at it is you're always going to have something that can be optimized. You know, it's I always guess. that one last hair on the rug, dude. Like you're always like gonna be what, looking around. What
1: more can you do with a phone?
0: Oh, you can neural interface, dude.
1: You think that people are gonna do that?
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. We're already oh, doing would you it. Get
1: surgery for it?
0: Yeah, we're already doing it. Elon Musk's already already doing neural networks.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> we have people that uh, they put holes in their arms so they can get better. They can test their insulin and keto stuff faster, and that's just in the biohacking
1: community, dude. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. They have these. I know some guy. He put, um. He put a scanner for his like. Card, his like, credit card, in his finger, so he could pay with his finger. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> that you. I imagine. Just he, gets I think to... he did the surgery himself too.
0: See, that's fucked. Don't do that nobody (laughs) nobody do that nobody do that that's crazy yeah that's crazy eventually it's just gonna see you know why that's dumb okay you know why it's dumb all right and i don't want to shit on that guy but eventually it's just gonna get to the point where you just put your fucking finger on there and then it just does it itself anyway without the chip in there yeah and what happens when your card expires (laughs) you have to take it out and then put a new one in he's gotta do surgery (laughs) that's crazy dude i mean it's it's interesting. It's cool. You know, that guy just walks up there, but it's it's not cool in the sense that I would want to do it, you know?
1: No. Definitely I not. Either. I have my phone.
0: Yeah. I
1: just do Apple Pay.
0: Yeah. I mean, it. it's wild. They're saying that eventually you're just going to be able to just talk to people. Like, we'll look at each other and we'll have neural fa- neural interface and we'll just talk to each other that way. Without actually saying a word? Yeah. You just boop, ping you. What? Like, see right now what I just did?
1: Yeah, I pinged you. <laughs> no, not, not no way in, in our lifetime. I think I think definitely. You think that'll become like a think, standard
0: that people have it, or I don't know if it'll. I think eventually it becomes a standard. Yeah, which is kind of scary. Yeah, because I personally I don't want to be integrated with all this technology. Like I like having technology, but I love the barrier that I have with it right now. And it would be cool. Don't get me wrong; it'd be cool to just be like, "Hey, Mac, Bing." Like, wait a minute. Ping, but
1: so okay do you think babies have thoughts like that are that would be understood by us like but mm. they just can't translate it into words i'm sure they they have
0: thoughts but it's it's in a in a way that we 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 have an understanding now that we can't conceptualize the way that a baby thinks okay you know, so the baby
1: I, observes if you were going to put those what those transmitters, right? Yeah. What, what are neural they neural interfaces. Neural interfaces in a baby. Would they be able to communicate?
0: Possible. I, I guess there's <laughs> I guess there's a possibility, yeah. I've dude, I'm I'm all on this wave now. Uh this this technology wave. I'm kinda glad we started talking about this because uh I've been watching a fucking ton of Half Life videos. <laughs> a ton of half life videos. Literally there there's these things called the advisors and they're literally blobs. <laughs> fucking blobs <laughs> and they these are the rulers of the universe. They literally look like a worm that is, is fat and is a blob. Okay. Because as soon as they're born what they do is they literally just put all of this technology and inject it in them. Oh my god. So like their whole body is just basically half not even half like it's like 90% technology
1: and 10% actual body. Yeah.
0: My god. They basically just have a skin that keeps it all together. That's insane. Yeah. I don't want that to be our life. Uh, it might be, dude. Because <laughs> it has all these life support systems in it. Eventually, I mean, the thing is is going to happen is we're going to start living longer. Yeah. People are going to start living longer. So our lifetime, that whole our lifetime, is this going to happen in our lifetime? That extends out, dude.
1: Bionic hearts and like
0: bionic lungs. and Yeah. And if you figure out a way to, because there's already well, ways. Mean, you can't stop aging, though. You can slow it down a lot. No, you can slow it down. Like, we will not have
1: people living 200 years. Yeah, eventually. No way. Yeah, dude, eventually. Bones over 200 years? I'm sure there's a way.
0: I'm sure there's a way. You have, like, you can test your telomeres to see how old you are, like, genetically, your DNA. And this is all, like, stuff that, uh, and I don't know how true this is, so I don't know the actual science behind it. But Ben Greenfield, let's let's talk about him real quick. He he tested his telomeres to see how old his age, his biological, his genetic age was. Okay, like his DNA was how old it was because the older your DNA gets, that's really what matters. Is sure. because the older it is, the more likely it's it's able to uh, mutate because it's just not as good as reproducing or uh, copying itself. And his was like not very good. And then he did all this anti-aging stuff and he he's he's like 40 something he scored like a 32 (laughs) really yeah what was his age before well his age was like it was like around his normal age or even older i think oh and then he started doing all this anti-aging life hack stuff (laughs) you know pretty crazy (laughs) he does some crazy stuff though he does some like injecting stuff into his, his ween dude what yeah
1: he injects stuff into his penis
0: there's like uh he did they they have like a a wave therapy thing that he did this is like a sex thing he did where th- there's like this sex clinic and it's like also an anti-aging clinic They do all this crazy stuff they do like wave therapy on your balls and your penis dude <laughs> yeah it's hell? pretty interesting he does a lot of interesting stuff you know can't say I, i'm opposed to to doing it <laughs>
1: yeah i don't want to needle my penis though I probably don't either. <laughs> they probably put...
0: I don't know. It's all, it's all the stuff... Like, I... When it comes to health fitness stuff, the way I look at it is I go, I'm not opposed to trying anything if I did enough research and if by the end of the research I decided this was better for me in the long run, I would do it. Okay. That's how I look at it. Sure. You know? If I gotta, you know, inject... Take a, take a needle to the dick for... <laughs> 10 more years of my life I might do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I might consider it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, we got it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's pretty crazy the way the way technology is is kind of getting into our into our life, dude. Eventually, we're just going to upload. I'm uploading. Yeah. I'm freezing myself. If I there's no uploading in my lifetime, I've already decided I'm freezing myself. How do you, how are you going to go about doing that? Oh, you can there's services. You just pay just pay money, dude. And you you die? I die, and then they freeze your body. And then can you be brought back to life? Well, the theory is that... Okay, so there was actually a woman on Reddit who did this. She had terminal cancer. Okay. And so she was going to die. And she was she went to Reddit and said, well, what do I do with my money? What should I do?
1: And they she said... She didn't have anyone to give it to?
0: No, she... Well, she had like people to give it to, but she... She went on Reddit and was like, what what should I do? Like I'm I'm going to die. Any suggestions for like final you know bucket list stuff. Okay. And then Reddit was like, freeze yourself until they can figure out how to bring you back. And then like right after you die cuz I I guess the theory is that right after you die you're still if you if all the organs and everything are intact, they can somehow bring you back. And they said, yeah, just freeze yourself until they can cure you. And that's what she did. She froze herself. Yeah. There's like companies that do it. You can do just the head too. There's a lot of people who do that because it's a lot cheaper.
1: How much does it cost? It costs like 50000 For how long?
0: They just freeze you until, until
1: they can understand. Unfree- so it's a $50,000 fixed cost. Pretty sure, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah.
0: I think it's like 30000 if you just get your head chopped off and they do that.
1: And then later on in life you just have your head reattached?
0: Or they upload you. <laughs> That's what happened in uh, this one book I read, the Bobiverse.
1: That's insane to me. Yeah,
0: I would do it. I'm doing. I'm doing it. If if we don't, if we don't have a,
1: maybe I consider it. Yeah. Upload myself? Oh, like, dude, I want to upload and blank. What the would boys you, For eternity. But would you be like, how would you? You would be put into a new body? Well, it, it depends. I mean, you could just be a
0: computer and then you would just create your own virtual reality. What? Like, so the way it works in Bobiverse is, and again, this is all stuff, like I don't know how, how much this works scientifically, but it's yeah. fun to talk about. <laughs> in Bobiverse, he's just a computer, so what he does is he dies in like 2012 or something. Okay, he, die, he gets hit by a car in Las Vegas, and he had just signed these papers that if I die, you freeze me, and he's like a millionaire. So they freeze him, and then they wake him up and the world is destroyed. <laughs> he's he's one of the... Li- <laughs> like, almost everybody's dead. The human population is like under under a couple million or something. Holy crap. Yeah, because climate change and all this stuff... Like, in the storyline, what happens is, is climate change gets really bad, and there's a whole catastrophic event. You can't feed anybody, and all these people die. Oh, man. Yeah, and there's nuclear war and stuff. So, Russia and everybody, and it turns out... The only big countries that are left are Russia, Brazil, and the United States. Something like that. And what happens is they wake him up from his from his sleep, and he like wakes up, but he can't he can't move or do anything. And it turns out they just they uploaded him, <laughs> and so <laughs> they so like he wakes up and he can't see anything at all. And then a couple days later, they wake him up again. And they wake him up with, uh, they give him peripherals. Okay. So he has like an eye. He has like a camera so he can see. Okay. And then they wake him up and they give him an arm. And then he learns that. And they put him on this spaceship. And the theory is, is that he can just collect materials from like just basic atoms, pretty much just like hydrogen and grab all of that. And then he can reprint with little mini 3D printers and just reprint everything he needs to so he can last forever. What? So they put him on this spaceship. They put his computer on the spaceship, and then basically what he does is he reads everything that's ever been made in history. Yeah. Because what he can do is he can lower his frame rate, or he can like up his frame rate so much, because he's a computer now, and he's a supercomputer. So he uprates his frame rate so much that like, in the middle of me saying this word to the next word, like he would have read hundreds of thousands of books. No way. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a cool book. That's cool. It's it's super fucking cool. And so he ups his frame rate. He jacks his frame rate up a ton, so that he because uh, he has to go to Alpha Aurigae, I think it is, which is the closest star to us that could possibly have life. Because his their mission is Earth is dying. We're trying to get people to a place where they can live. Sure, that's his mission. Okay, So he's going to Alpha Aridony, which is like two light years away or something. It's three or four light years, something like that. I don't know exactly. All that matters is it's a certain number of light years away. He jacks up his frame rate, reads everything in human history, and then he learns everything about computing. And now he can, since he's sentient, he can just do all his own research and he builds his own virtual reality <sighs> in his in his thing. So when he's, he's not just a ship anymore, like when he's a computer and he's in his ship, He is the ship. (laughs) Oh. So like when he's flying around, he is the ship. But what he does is he makes a, he creates more computing power for himself. So he's a fucking supercomputer. Okay. And then he just makes his own neural interface pretty much. And he can just blip anything into existence in his reality. So he's basically living and he makes it so so he has like. God. Yeah. Pretty much of his own world. Yeah. And he just like creates feeling and everything. Like he codes it in. He learns how to code and does all that. And then he jacks his frame rate down to like one. And then he just appears at Alpha Erygony because he fucking jacks his frame rate down so low that basically he's, he just like wakes up and he's there. What? Yeah. And then when he's there, he reprints multiples of himself and they (laughs) have like their own personalities. It's crazy.
1: That sounds like a good book. It's really good. What's it called? The Bobiverse. The Bobiverse. Yeah. Interesting. I
0: listened to it on Audible. Okay, it is an awesome book.
1: What's your uh, Audible code?
0: <laughs> AudibleTrial.com dot com slash tlhp. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, what? When did you? Uh, when did you start getting into like fitness and stuff? Fitness? Uh, six years ago. Six. Six years ago. Is that when you first got serious about it? Yeah,
0: when I got super serious. I was. Uh, Let's see. I, I, what did I do? I changed my diet in junior year. Cause I had a chronic stuffy nose. I couldn't really? breathe. I couldn't breathe out of one side. I hate it. I would wake up and I would, I literally, I'd hate, I would so, so mad, dude. <laughs> I was just, I was like an angsty teenager, you know? And I was just so mad. I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> like I was so, I, I couldn't do it. I, I was always blowing my nose and i hated it and they like never solved it and then i cut out gluten completely and it went away oh wow yeah i cut out gluten and dairy and it went away okay and i have like cheat days and eat whatever i want kind of and that's when i started eating healthier okay and then i would have times where you know there was like a whole that whole summer i kind of just ate whatever i wanted I ate a bunch of wawa hoagies really yeah And i got got so out of shape (laughs) i was in bad shape because i played tennis my whole life you know I I, I always, I was, I'm always playing tennis. So I'm always like in shape. Yeah. But at that summer I had not played a lot of tennis Mm because I'd gotten into college. It was the, or no, no. So I changed my diet junior year for tennis and also for my nose. And then senior year, I went away to an Academy and then I changed my diet again and started amping that up. And then I started getting really interested in diet. Okay, And then, That summer, after senior year, I'd got accepted into college where I wanted to play tennis. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I ate whatever I wanted and got in super bad shape. (laughs) And then after that, I started getting in better shape, better shape, better shape. And then I had a meeting in college with uh, Ben Greenfield. I asked for my birthday. Or it wasn't my birthday. It was for Christmas or something. I forget what it was. I think it was Christmas. Um, Or no. Maybe it was before. I just... I wanted... Because I couldn't figure out what it, what to do, I wanted to be better at tennis and I wanted to be healthy, and it was hard to live at college and do that. Yeah, and I didn't know what to do, so I asked my parents and I was like, "Can I have a ten minute call with Ben Greenfield?" Because that was one of the things he offered. So I did that, and he told me all this stuff, and then from that point forward, I was super into diet. Okay, and I fixed my diet, and then I want to say I was in like my diet was good. And that's when I, like, if you caught me then, I was fucking obsessed. (laughs) Like, I can can tell you, I can still recall shit from back then. And then in my freshman year at Westchester, that's when I started getting really into fitness. Okay. And so diet and fitness, and I really amped up. That's when I started working out every day. Okay. Yeah. I worked out every day for four years and didn't miss a day.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah.
0: I like well because i had a plan i had a program and i I mean i count like going down there and doing like burpees and rolling there was like one of my workouts would be i'd do burpees and i would roll yeah so like i'm doing burpees but it's not like i'm lifting or anything but i at least did something in the gym for four years straight every day
1: okay
0: that was like that was my thing i was attached to that number
1: (laughs) is it still are you still no
0: okay i take days off now yeah i don't need to do that anymore (laughs) yeah like I just don't need to, I don't need to fucking destroy myself. Like, that. <laughs> like I, I mean, I go in the gym and I destroy myself, but I'm i I'm much smarter now. Like I have a much healthier relationship with the gym now. Like I go in there and I enjoy my time in the gym and I get a lot more out of it. I think I'm in better shape now than I was back then. Okay. That's good. Cause I'm not like overtraining. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I've watched pumping iron so many fucking times. <laughs> Hundreds. Well, hold on. Was it four years? Let me think. So I started working out. Let's say, let's be let's be on the safe end. Let's say like three years. Okay. Like three years. That Each sounds about right.
1: Each time you watch Pumping Iron.
0: Yeah, I watch Pumping Iron every day.
1: <laughs> watched it hundreds of times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't watched the whole thing hundreds of times, but a lot, because some of my workouts were only like 20 minutes. Sure. But, you know, fucking, yeah, I watch it every day.
1: i love that movie that's why when we
0: go down there i can quote the whole thing
1: yeah i was i was just about to say like you know every single line yep (laughs) (laughs) i know when it's coming
0: up and i know what line is coming yeah i know who's gonna say that's funny i want to do a episode with my dad where we sit and we watch the movie and we do a podcast
1: really yeah
0: i (laughs) might even do a series where i watch the movie with people and i bring them on
1: you should like film it yeah (laughs) okay
0: I I like that movie.
1: I don't know how copyright would work on that, but
0: No, no, you you just tell people what time I'm at and they watch along. What like if they don't they, have they, it? They pulled they can just pull up the movie anywhere. Oh, okay. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And that's when I so that's that was my health fitness stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: and I'm I've always been into it ever since.
1: It's a, it's a niche area to become like super obsessed with it i feel like it's not a lot of people do it yeah or not a lot of people are committed to it
0: to getting in shape
1: yeah like just fitness in general
0: which does make fucking sense to me yeah because the way i look at it kids now are way smarter than kids when i was a kid because <clears throat> of technology yeah yeah kids are so much smarter you have way more like, information so much more information this this is where like our friend group this is the perfect example you guys are all really fucking smart yeah. It doesn't make sense to me that not all of you are working out every day. Yeah. Because you just feel better and it's proven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's proven. Yeah. It's fucking proven. If you if you work <laughs> out, you will feel better, you will live longer, you will be able to do more things that you enjoy. Yes. So why don't you all fucking work out? You know what I mean? And that's yeah. why I'm glad you're working out. Like it doesn't make me like mad, really. Yeah. But to me it just makes sense.
1: Like yeah, I want to feel better. It makes. I think it makes sense that a lot of people. I mean, if you don't believe that working out makes you healthier, yeah, you're a moron. Yeah, definitely. I think it's people are just lazy.
0: Yeah, and see, that's the th- crazy thing to me is that the craziest thing to me is that it actually doesn't take that much work. Doesn't it? Really doesn't. You it's can like an hour of your time or something like that. You can even do way less. Yeah. We do. We do more when when you work out with me we do more than what i would say like if someone just wanted to stay in shape yeah we do a lot yeah like if someone wanted to just stay in shape you you really only have to work work out like 20 to 30 minutes sure like a day but again that's just like baseline staying in shape yeah. like not not just becoming super fat or anything like that you know mm-hmm. like you can do a lot of longevity stuff and just you know with 20 minutes 30 minutes of a hard workout and you're good. Sure. You don't have to be in the gym an hour. And you can figure out ways in your life to maximize the time. So that's why, to me, like, it's... I, I get it. You you guys should just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's important, because you're going to feel better. Yeah. And you're going to be a better human being because of it. Not saying that you guys are bad human beings, but like, <laughs> you, you're just going to function better. Yeah, of course. So that's why working out is important to me. And that's why I want other people to work out. It's a... Uh... It's tough com- convincing people right now, though. Yeah, with Corona. Yeah. Yeah, but see, see the thing is, is that you, you just gotta do it. You know, like if you do a couple days in a row, all of a sudden you got rhythm, and when you got rhythm, then you gotta you got a little bit of a song going. You know. Yeah. And then you're good, and you you know, like to me, like I fell out of favor when I was super depressed. I wasn't working out, mm-hmm. and now, like again, I would say recently, I just started working out really serious again. I always worked out. I always like I would it was taking more days off than I usually did though. Sure. Now I'm taking it really serious. It's like very rare do I take a day off or
1: Yeah. And if there is a day off it's just, you know, you're recovering. Yeah.
0: And I like what we're doing now. It's fun working out in the gym.
1: Yeah. I like having Kyle and Andre with us. Yeah.
0: I know. <laughs> I love having That's one thing too is it, for a long time I was against working out with other people.
1: Really? Cuz I
0: was in the like training mode. Okay.
1: So I was going deep, you're trying to be in the zone.
0: Yeah. But now I figure I can get in the zone anyway. And one, one I can get in the zone anyway with other people there. I should just be able to get in the zone. Mm-hmm. That's just my own little mental barrier I put on myself. Two, I enjoy spending time with other people. And three, I can help other people be better. You know what I mean? Like I can it's more fun. We can do more fun workouts with more people. Okay, yeah. And I believe that the most important thing when you're working out is to make it fun. Because you'll enjoy it. Yeah, you'll enjoy it, even if it's hard. The thing is, the one thing that people always misconstrue, though, is because it is fun, it must not be hard. Not true. That does not have to be true. When I get on the bike, when I get on that fucking bike, that thing is fun, but it is it is it is fun and it is not fun and it's hard at
1: all at the same time, you yeah. know? that That bike is the death of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bike kills me every time. It kills everybody. It takes souls.
0: It, it it really takes
1: souls. And it doesn't get easier the more you do it.
0: No, it gets harder. <laughs> well, it gets easier. The first couple rounds get easier. But no, always, I mean uh,
1: like the more you do the entire workout, Yeah, it doesn't get easier. No. I, it probably does get easier the past like a certain amount of times you do it. Like if you do it for like a few months. Yeah. But like, since we just started it. Yeah. It's not going to be, it hasn't been easier for me.
0: Yeah. It gets easier. It, like for me, the past couple of times it was, it was easier except for the last time. Yeah. The last time was hard, dude. <laughs> I was dying the wind bike. So for, for the listeners, the wind bike, we get on that dime bike and we do Tabata sets on there. Still. My favorite is, is people who haven't done it and they get on there and they go, Oh, okay. So I go all out. <laughs> every single time. It happens every to everybody. They go all out on the first one and then you you see their face
1: and their face goes, "Oh, holy shit. That I just ruined the rest of my run."
0: Yeah. <laughs> like because what happens is is you watch other people do it and this is what happens in your brain. Your brain goes, "Oh, I can do that." Like I can do it. Yeah. And you can do it. That's the thing. Is you can do the bike. But the one thing is you go, oh, "He he must not be that tired." Sure. Like there's no way he's that tired. Because unless you've been that tired, there's no way to, you don't know what it's like. So you just go, there's no way he's that tired. Yeah. And so you watch someone else do it and think, oh my God, he's fucking tired. And then you get on and you go, I'm going to kill this thing. <laughs> like, I, this is easy. I'm going to do it. And then you get to round one. And the best part, Jimmy was a funny example because he did it. Yeah. And then round, and, and I looked at him at round one, he killed it. Andre, same thing. He killed it round one. I was sitting there going, holy shit, they're they're really
1: going all out. Yeah, we looked at each other, actually. Yeah. And we were just like, he went hard on that. Yeah, he went, he went
0: fuck it. Because when someone goes, it's just respect, dude. That's why I love doing it with other people there. I love making it a team thing. I really yeah. try to make it a team thing. Sure. Like, cheer people through it, because it's hard, man. Yeah. It is so hard to do. <laughs> like, people want to give up. Like, you look at a lot of, like, our friends when they do it with us. They get to round five and six. They want to give up. Yeah. Like they I mean, do, Kyle almost threw up. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> the bike is hard, but when you, uh, it, it's just fun. Like it's fun to, to do it as a team and, and to have people get better. Cause the thing is you can put, you get what you put into it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just funny, especially watching them do that first round. And then you're just like, hopefully shit, they went hard. And then they get to round two and they're gassed. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it goes downhill from there.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's mega Last downhill. round, they're barely on the bike. Last round is 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 awful. The last the, I still am a firm believer that rounds five and six are the hardest. I think seven and eight are the hardest. Really? Yeah.
1: I think once I hit seven,
0: once I hit once I finish round six, I'm done. Like I'm like oh, I'm gonna finish the workout, and it's only forty more seconds of working. Okay. So I can go all out on these next ones. Yeah. Like uh, I'm that's not a good worried. Way of thinking of it, yeah, because I'm not worried about running out of gas at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, because al- you know you got an Eo. Yeah, it's a, Mine might never matter. Oh, it really is. That's the one thing too is, uh, I I love I love coaching. I love coaching. I love helping people. Mm-hmm. So when they're on the bike, I'm always trying to push people through that that barrier. I want them to dig deeper. Yeah, absolutely. because you get to round. Like this is what I was saying. I'll see the boys. They want to give up at round five and six. And that's why I'm always telling them, just make it through five and six. Cause then, then you're going to look at yourself and go, oh, it's only two more. Like I can finish this. Yeah. You know, but it's a <laughs> dude, I'm telling you when you say let's do the bike, I can't stop thinking about it until I do it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's so nerve wracking.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it eats you alive, man.
1: What are, what are we doing today?
0: Today, twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. I have to do D and D at one. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if you do, you have work today?
1: Not as, Not now. Yeah. I don't know yet. Yeah. I'm on call. Yeah, I'm an on call. Phone answerer.
0: Yeah. My D and D shouldn't. If you don't mind hanging out, we can work out after I do D and D.
1: Takes yeah. like an hour. That's fine. Yeah. And then we'll we'll figure you do it, it virtually. Out. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. cool like what do you DM. do it with
0: i do it with a, a friend of mine chris okay yeah just and you two no it's uh it's like four of us it's a group oh cool
1: yeah but we you did. made the whole set right what you uh did the storyline and everything? i did
0: not i did not actually i did the the rule we have is um he does one session that's like six weeks and then everybody takes a turn dming because he doesn't want to do the whole thing. It's too much work. Yeah. Like, it's so much work writing a whole season. So, each of us have to do at least one one-off session. Okay. So, I DM'd, like, one round. Oh, all right. Yeah, that was fun. I don't understand D&D. You got to play it. I didn't understand it. Like, I understood the the appeal to it, because I love acting. Yeah. And, I lo- like, I love getting into character. I love, I'm, I'm really into all that stuff. But... Like, I could only totally understand the apprehension and thinking, oh, dude, I don't know if I can really get into this. But then you play, and then it's it's not like anything you've done. Yeah. It it's really is fun, it, because what it is, is you have the DM, and he's giving you a story and a situation, and then it's really just, you look at your friends, and you go, all right, what are we going to do? How are we going to, what are we going to ask this guy? And you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> so, like... You just make it up on the fly? Well, the DM has like a general storyline and he guides you to the right areas. But if they're, if your guys go off their story, you know, like if they, if they do something that doesn't happen that you didn't plan for, you got to make something up. (laughs) That's (laughs) crazy. You can literally do whatever you want. Uh, Chris, he DM would one session and we have a character in our group who is a racist towards elves, but he's a blind elf. That's his character. (laughs) What? Yeah, so he hates elves, but he's an elf. He's a blind elf. It's really funny. And so we go into a bar in this this area, and the first thing he does is he goes, he asks, are there any elves in this bar? And he goes, yeah, there's like an elf over here. So he goes up and punches him in the face and tells him, like, (laughs) you're a dirty, disgusting elf. And then all of a sudden, he had to make up this whole thing because that was not what was planned. He had to make up this whole thing about how the guards come to us, and then we get put in prison and stuff. And oh wow, yeah, he had to make it all up. It was crazy.
1: <laughs> that sounds fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of imagination.
0: Oh, it it's all imagination. Yeah, it's all imagination. I can. Uh, I'm trying to get a group together to DM for. Okay. Yeah. Do like a small, like not not major committal type thing. Sure. But uh, Andre wants to do it. David, my friend, David, Joe and i'm trying to get kyle to do it too okay you're welcome to join give I'll it a consi-
1: shot i'll consider it yeah yeah
0: it's just fun let me know let me and know you when. can do it on uh you can do it on discord okay it's fun because we do it on discord and basically in our group it's really laid back we just fucking drop memes half the time we're <laughs> using the gif bot <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay yeah no i'm down
0: yeah it's fun because it's it's really just you know and you can also do like pre-planned campaigns too, which are much more flushed out. Like you can buy those?
1: Oh, really? Yeah, because like I thought like D&D was a something that you could just buy. You can. You can.
0: But uh like you have
1: pre-determined to determine storyline?
0: Yeah. Okay. It's like you play through like a story that a professional story writer wrote. Oh. And I I haven't done one of those, but I'm sure they're fucking amazing Cause Sure. cuz you they flushed everything out, you know? Yeah. And you just had to need someone to DM. There's a couple Lord of the Rings ones I want to do by, you know, so the Shadow Saint. I don't have it up here, but there's the gutter prayer over there. That's by Gareth. He wrote storylines for Lord of the Rings D&D campaigns because he loves Lord of the Rings. Okay. And he worked with a company that did like D&D campaigns for that. Interesting. So you can go through like the minds of Moria and stuff. Huh. Yeah. It's fun. When people hear about it and when you explain, everybody wants to play it. Everybody wants to try it. Yeah. But nobody, nobody wants to DM. <laughs> Because it's a lot of work. Yeah. But it, it's fun. If you can get in the the way we would do it, if we got a group together, I would do what Chris and what Chris is employed in our group. I would DM something for a while, and then everybody would have to do one so they get comfortable with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's really, it's, it's interesting. Because the way my session went, I wouldn't do my session the way I did it again. I would Why, do it. What happened? Well, I did mine very linear. Mine was like a game. It was very oh. linear. Like, it was a bunch of puzzles. Okay. And it's not necessarily that it was bad, but it was a good experience to see, like, oh, what you can do in D&D. Okay. a lot of them they solved right away, and some of them they struggled with. But what my group wants is they prefer to be put into an area and interact with NPCs and, yeah, like, like have conversations with each other and stuff. So, next time I do it, I'm going to do more open.
1: Okay. Yeah. That sounds fun, though. It is fun.
0: It's, it really is fun because you would think like, oh, I don't really get into character. Like you would think, oh, I'm not really made for D&D or doing that type of stuff. But then you're in there and you're playing with your friends and like half the time uh, I'm, looking at, uh, I'm looking at my group and I'm just saying like shit my character would say because it's just funny.
1: You say it in an accent?
0: Not in an accent, but like, you know, okay. I play my character. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes I... One time I had to bust out an accent. It was really funny because... The person who who did one of our campaigns, they did a one off, and we were put in a desert, and we were went to this baker, and the baker was Italian, and they were going like, "Hey, like this is your order" and stuff like that, <laughs> and it was really funny because I was just like, "Hold up, guys," and I. Cause I have like a, a funny jokester Italian accent that I do like, Hey, how you doing? Like, I know exactly what you want here. You want, you want a bakery. (laughs) And so like I jumped in and I got to act it out. I was like, Hey guys, like, I don't know what this guy's doing. Like he's getting married and stuff like that. I need you to take care of us, get a little bakery going. It was funny. (laughs) It was fun. Yeah. Let me know when you do that. Yeah. Um, If
1: if you set that up.
0: Yeah, I will. Okay. Yeah. It'll be, and it'll be super laid back. Okay. Yeah. It's fun. You can definitely join in, okay, cool, all right. how are you feeling? Oh feel good, yeah, we've been going for two hours now, really? yeah, been two hours, yeah, I've gotta get ready for d and d. you wanna close it off here? Uh, yeah. yeah, uh I'm Alex. Oh, yeah, I never introduced you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know.
1: I don't know if we officially did that. It doesn't happen that way on the Lukeside podcast, yeah, we just go yeah we do yeah like I didn't even know that we were recording at the beginning but yeah yeah I got you
0: I always get my guests that
1: way <laughs> Um, I'm a sophomore at Villanova yeah and it was a really good experience to be on your podcast yeah thank so you for coming on thanks for having me no
0: fuck yeah you can come on again we'll do it with Jimmy
1: okay yeah yeah we'll do that and if uh, we could also
0: possibly get Andre in too okay we'll dig into the finances yeah we could talk a lot about that
1: if uh, if your audience likes that
0: yeah we can do whatever whatever, whatever we want <laughs> okay cool yeah that's the freedom of the Lucasai podcast
1: yeah that's good <laughs> all that's right really good.
0: there we go anything else to say stay safe stay safe all right peace everybody bye love you guys Little.